Welcome to the Lord's Crusade, hosted by Perry and Veronica Williams. You can listen to these teaching segments on iHeartMedia app, Pandora, Spotify, and the Anchor.fm app. If you would like to write, the email is KingdomNow1 at Live.com. That's KingdomNow, the numeral one, at Live.com. You can log on to the website at TheKingdomIsHere.com. On this website, you'll be able to see upcoming events and make a contribution to the ministry on the PayPal app. The Facebook page is Kingdom Now Ministries International. The phone number is 816-616-0004. That's 816-616-0004. I hope you will enjoy today's session. It's already in progress. It would really be tough for me to say how most prophecies work, especially when the scripture tells us that there are diversity of gifts. So, and it's really incumbent on the Holy Spirit to move in one individual in visions primarily and another individual through the audible voice or even in Veronica's case, her entire body is utilized with prophetic. In other words, she'll hear, let me just change that. She'll feel a pain in a particular part of her body, but this is not her pain. She's actually feeling the pain for someone else who we have to minister to or who we're directed to minister to. We don't know right away who that person is. But there, somehow there may be a phone call and a person that has that same issue, health issue, and then all of a sudden we'll say, that's the one. That's who we're targeting. And the only passage, and I, Veronica and I have had this discussion often, the only passage I can, un, I can realize that is a perfect fit for that is that the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. And I'm like, wow, that's a visual, actual, real-time example <laughs> that when that takes place. And it's actually happened when we were in uh, ministry and yes. we we're ministering to people. And um, Veronica, let me tell, let me tell you. Yeah, let I'll, tell, I'll let yeah. you tell. You can, okay. you're the one that feels it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, when it did start, uh, I didn't know what was happening to me. I was wondering why is it every time it was time for us to go into a congregation or when we want to minister, there's a part of my body that was, you know, aching or hurting or discomfortable or, you know. And so I just decided, you know, like um, I heard the Holy Spirit said, tell your husband what's going on. I'm like, he has the mic in his hand and he's talking to the other people. You want me to do what? Interrupt him and tell him what's going on. And so wisdom said, just tell your, your husband that someone's having a problem in this particular part of their body. And so I'm pretty sure that when I said that, that my husband received it so well, he didn't, what I thought that I was interrupting, he just put us two together and it flowed so f easily that he said, is there someone here? See, I'm thinking it's me at that time that was having an issue, 
but he did not know that I was talking about me. He said, is there someone here with a pain in this particular part of their body? And someone raised their hand. And this happened more than once. When I realized that I was carrying these infirmities in my body, and I know that the office of healing and wholeness was not my office, and that it was why I was told to tell my husband that this is the problem that's going on now that I know now in somebody else's body. And so when he decided to ask, is there someone having a problem in this particular part of their body, they raised their hand and he started asking uh, two or three probing questions and then he spoke and ministered to that person. That person was delivered and set free from uh, pain or uh, from the uh, the bones in their body, whatever it might have been. So after I got used to how, the, how my body was able to pick up these issues in people's life, I would always give him the signal and I would whisper in his ear what I heard and then there was always someone there and the manifestation of healing came along. So the tandem that we have in our life to minister from the prophetic, from my, you know, me being the mind and the body and being able to be in tune because I am a, how do I say, I am a communication system. My whole body is a communication system. I'm able to hear, feel, you know, smell, touch, and I can tell my husband in ministry what's going on in the audience. And he will, like I said, I just passed on, I, I go straight to his gift. So now you handle that, honey. You handle that, Perry. And whatever issue or that I just whispered in your ear and there's always been something there and there was always healing in that person's part of the body mind or whatever it might have been so that is how I have been used yeah well you know there's two things I want to want to uh, talk about that Veronica brought up it's even to a point now that if she experiences any type of pain my first thought is it's somebody else and it's not her, you know, because for the most part, she's pretty healthy. So if there's an issue that comes up, now I'm thinking about past issues. Could that have been someone else that she was carrying a burden of, of, uh, of uh, some type of infirmity? And the second thing was when she passed on that information to me, what her situation was or what the uh, person who was ailing what they were experiencing I did ask the question is there anyone that is feeling this or experiencing this type of pain or this discomfort and I'm not at and let me just make this point I wasn't asking for someone to step up because I didn't know I was asking because the gift of faith inside of me operated where I knew it was someone and they, I, ex I expect them to come forward. Matter of fact, if they don't, I'm like, I know you're here. I know you're here. See, when you're operating in the supernatural, you're trusting by faith everything that's being given to you, whether it's an audible voice or if it's a vision, you know, uh, and, and I'm, I'm glad that Anthony brought up visions because there's a co-worker of mine and I think she is actually uh, like a model for 
people who have the gift of prophecy but don't know it and they operate in it and they th just think it's something that's strange because nobody else around them is operating that way and they try to share the information with someone and they look at them really strange well this one co-worker uh, was sharing some as I was I guess I was teaching teaching about prophecy she says well that's happened to me uh, she said I was I was in my room at my cousin's house and I got this vision about her doing something illegal and I brought it to her attention and she got livid and said who told you that were you eavesdropping on me so the co-worker basically got a got intel about this individual and I can't I can't say why she received the information there was a in, there was a purpose but by her sharing it and exposing her cousin's activity, that might be enough to shake the cousin up. I, I don't know. I didn't go too far into it to get understanding of it. But I knew that the gift of prophecy was operating, you know. And uh, even the Bible talks about the gifts of the Spirit are not only diverse but in operation, but even administration. In other words, no one can say this is the way you prophesy and everybody prophesies the same way. No. I've seen leaders prophesy and rap. I've seen leaders prophesy with demonstrations. I mean, what I'm saying with props. I've seen all types of ways of prophesying and, and even through personality. I, I've seen... Uh, um, What's his name? Jesse Duplantis. He's a comedian, but he has everybody laughing, and then all of a sudden he shifts into his prophetic gift and starts to minister because he's already got your attention. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just love how God uses him in that manner, you know. So there are so many diversities and administrations of each and every one of the gifts not just prophecy but all the others now I'll, I'll just add this before I bring up the scripture there is a way that most of the gifts can collaborate so you can have the gift of prophecy but also discern spirits you can discern spirits and still flow and prophecy because that's most of the time that's a sensation or a vision you know now I don't operate in that gift I, I would have to have somebody teach me how that operates now I know Veronica actually one of her other gifts is discerning of spirits and if you can explain that one I, I know we're, we just want to touch on it because maybe you can share how those two work together well um, I don't want to say a whole lot about this but I, I, I just want to just keep it very simple is that um, as I mentioned before that my whole body mind soul is a communication system 
and when you're tuned in I'm an inward person I don't need a whole lot of exterior stomach uh, how do I say exterior exterior you know confusion or noise I'm so comfortable in my mind in my head I'm an introvert so to speak as that's what they would call it that I am just able to hear see and know what's going on I think they call it the mysteries or and you know discerning the mysteries of what's going on you know um, I can just say hey it's something about that corner over there that is not right and you know I'll be able to pick up some type of intel and I'm like I just did not want to you know seem like I was something was going on with me and then after I find out and I, just, and I do some more probing questions um, I'm able to pick up something in someone's life about a certain thing and even if that person is um, before me um, I can pick up those discerning things in their lives and not to um, release it all the time but just to examine what's going on in that area I'm not you know supposed to know I mean to ask that person but I know that I'm able to discern something and later on I can say hey this is what's going on I can see that as a child that you were punished a lot and you were uh, uh, mentally and physically abused and that you were always crying in the corner and someone they just lose it how did you know that's just ha that's that happened to me uh, I remember I had to stay there for uh, a whole day and if I moved I was gonna get hit by you know my uncle or whatever you know and it's like okay how could I get all of that out of just looking at a corner and then getting intel you know it's just like it seemed like it was just so goofy to me and um, I just want to just shift just a little bit. When those type of things happened to me when I was young and not uh, knowledgeable where I'm at now, I wanted to neglect those thoughts that was going on in my mind. I wanted to just stop thinking about all of these ugly things that was happening to people. Well, there's some great things that's happened as well. and. It says in 1 Timothy 4 and 14, Neglect not the gifts that is in thee, which was given to thee by prophecy. And since I didn't have a teacher, I did neglect those things because I didn't want to hear, see, or know about those things in people's lives. When you look at someone and you see that that person has a heart problem and they're not going to be around long, you know, that bothered me. And it's like because I didn't know what to do. Um, when you hear those things about, you know, someone just passed you and you just like, wow, I got intel. And why, did, what, what did, why is it necessary for me to know this? And I would push it to the side. I was neglecting the things that I heard. You know, it's like, okay, what does that have to do with me? Why am I, you know, getting this information? I did not really know how to inquire of the Holy Spirit at that time. So I'm just saying, just being able to, you know, function in that gift, you know, and then um, being able to be a, a representative of the kingdom, you know, I felt like I didn't have to disclose everything, and we don't. And there was times where I would have a dream, wake up the next morning, turn on my news feed, 
And that's the exact dream that I seen in my dream, exactly. The bridge was broken, the water was going over, and it was a flood, you know, it's just like, okay, this is something to confirm who I am. So that's how I look at it. Okay, it's confirming what I heard, what I saw, what I knew. So go ahead, Perry. and my mic was muted so what right. I was really saying is uh, when Anthony when you stated that the instinct is how you flow and what you sense let me put it back up there just to be clear for me it's you say for me it's instincts because it's a feeling about a situation or a particular person and it doesn't leave until it's revealed and I interacted in the situation, only then I realized the prophecy. So what I was actually saying, without you being able to hear me, was <laughs> that you have figured out how you flow in your gift. And sometimes it takes many instances where you can get somewhat of a handle on how God flows through you. And what I'm saying is, that how he flows in you may not be the way he flows in someone else or vice versa and that is the rule of the diversity of the gifts or more or less the administration of the gifts so um, awesome awesome you know some there are people who don't know how the gift flows in them or even that it is a gift you know some people look at it as a curse because uh, they're hearing intel about stuff they don't want to hear. They really don't want to hear it. And, and if you're a prophet, you're going to hear it, whether you want to hear it or not. And you may want to reject being a prophet, but that doesn't stop God from giving you the information because that's what he created you to do if that's how you receive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go to First uh, Corinthians fourteen and thirty-nine. This shows the importance of prophecy. Paul's talking to the church of Corinth. He says, "Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy, and forbid not to speak with tongues." So, if I'm listening to this instruction that he's giving not just to the church of Corinth, but to kingdom citizens that covet, strongly desire, that's what covet means, the gift of prophecy. Because, and, and I can understand why, you're a messenger of God. <laughs> God wants everyone to have a message inside of them. And I'm not talking about one that you're standing in front of a podium, but you have to be able to give to those who are lost. Those who are, what's that, Luke 4 and 18? He wants you to speak words of life into people who, I wouldn't say have no life, but they don't see the life in them. They don't see the truth of who they are. 
And sometimes it takes someone, a son or a daughter of God, to speak to that person, prophesy to that person, so they can realize who they really are and what their purpose is, and even their assignment. We're talking about three different categories there. And, and I'm not going to even scoot over where he says, and forbid not to speak with tongues. Now, we're going to get into that uh, gift of tongues and even interpretation of tongues um, before this, this month is over. But I say to you, oh my gosh, we have... Do you want to tell the story about the park or, or should I tell it? Go ahead. Okay. We know that when we speak in tongues... And the only way you receive that gift is by asking the Holy Spirit, and he'll give it to you. I never received my tongues in the church. I actually woke up out of my sleep praying in, the, praying in my heavenly language. And what that is, is you're praying the perfect will of God. You're not missing anything uh, that God is saying. Everything that you're saying is from the throne room. Well, here's the, here's the account. I don't like to use the term story. Here's the account. This actually happened. Uh, Veronica and I were in the park in our, in our neighborhood and just hanging out. Actually, we were walking. And it was really, really hot and humid. It was uncomfortable. And I don't know what led us to do this, but we started praying in the Spirit speaking our heavenly language and all of a sudden this cool wind comes and saturates us and we it's so noticeable that because it was extremely hot at one point and now there was a cool down taking place and we looked at each other <laughs> we said well, let's let's stop so we stopped and the wind stopped then we started up again, and the wind start the cool wind started blowing again. I will never forget that. This is one of those things that we share in a time that was not ministry, but God was showing us how the speaking dimension works. How the speaking dimension works. And the speaking dimension, what that proved to us was if you want to make a declaration. You may want to pray in the spirit because you're speaking the perfect will of God. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to honor what you say in your natural language. But when you're speaking the heavenly language, that's an upgrade. That's a serious upgrade. And we're talking about some supernatural things manifesting when that takes place. Did you want to, uh, did I miss anything, Veronica? No, I, I love that account that you shared there, and it's just so uh, amazing that I know we tried it like three times and, and it stopped, and then it three times it went, and it's just like it was just like a confirmation to me that you know God heard us, you know, and nature, you know, conformed and gave us the coolness that we needed at that time, and it's just like it was a confirmation to me that. We are in the right place. We've been heard, and we have some fresh wind coming through for us when, during that hot time. 
And that's the Heavenly Father working, no doubt about it. That's him working for his children. And we had a nice cool, I didn't even need a cool uh, glass of water. Well, I could have, but I, I mean, the cool down from the breeze was awesome. And I, I think we talked about that uh, for several days in a row because it was truly supernatural, mm -hmm. truly supernatural. All right. Um, I'm trying to see. Um, there are. Oh, here's here's my here's one of my other things is. For and I'll just speak from how the Holy Spirit works with me, and what in the regard of prophecy. Um, I actually put revelation in that same category as prophecy, uh, because you could be. And revelation is clarity of the word, even as you're reading it. Like if I can, there's this uh, session that uh, Veronica and I have over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday, and we get together early in the morning, and we have scriptures, and we will expound on those scriptures. Holy Spirit will give us information to share with one another as we sit there and, and, um, dissect that word and it is so awesome yeah it's so awesome I, I mean even scripture i've never seen before revelation how, how can i put it i i don't want to put it in veronica's words because she's right in front of me here go ahead <laughs> but revelation makes you feel like you're the smartest person in the room let's put it there. here's here's my story my my account I went to this church that really didn't operate in Revelation. I left the church, not for that reason, but I was instructed to leave by, by God. And I was looking for a, a, a new church home, and I went and visited this one church. And I, they were having Wednesday night Bible study. And the teacher, he... I just thought he was so smart. I did not know that it was the Holy Spirit that was giving him the information. And everybody in the class was chiming in with him. I'm like, man, I, I think I'm in the wrong place. They all must, that must be the pastor that's teaching. That's how religious my mindset was. And then I realized that it is the Holy Spirit that will allow you to use words through revelation that you never use in your entire vocabulary. I mean, at that instance, he will make you the smartest person in the room. Unless somebody else is carrying the Holy Spirit and is talking, then they become the smartest person in the room. But I, I, I was amazed at that. And then all this, when I received the Holy Spirit and I was reading and all of a sudden the word would illuminate and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit is giving me information about those words that I didn't know beforehand I was like that's what that means I thought I was smart I thought I, I, but I, I actually I was because the greater one the one who knows all is on the inside of me and yes. giving me Intel real time real time 
And I was um, I was amazed, but you know, I even still get amazed by it. <laughs> here's here's something else, um, and I, I know we're we're talking about revelation. We're talking about the Holy Spirit operating through prophecy. Revelation is a part of prophecy. Um, I write for a living. I write for a newswire. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will give me words to use that I don't normally use or, or they're not in my vocabulary, but I'll use that word. Then afterward, before I submit it to our my bosses, I'll look that word up and it has a it has a greater meaning than the word I wanted to use. Actually, it's a perfect fit. And I just, every day I look for those words. I mean, that's how you can call the Holy Spirit the helper because he's helping me in my work situation, not just within four walls of a church, but in your life. That's who the Holy Spirit is. He's a helper. Thank you for listening to today's teachings with Perry and Veronica Williams. You can listen to these teaching segments on iHeartMedia app, Pandora, Spotify, and the Anchor.fm app. If you would like to write, the email is kingdomnow1 at live.com. That's kingdomnow, the numeral one, at live.com. You can log on to the website at thekingdomishere.com. On the website, you'll be able to see upcoming events and make a contribution to the ministry on the PayPal app. The Facebook page is Kingdom Now Ministries International. The phone number is 816-616-0004. That's 816-616-0004. I hope you enjoyed today's segment. Have a great day.